what we're gonna talk is vigs and then how to convert lines to no vig because what you want to do when you're looking at any given bet is you want to see what you think the price should be and then you want to see what the market has the price but you also want to know what the vig free line is you want to know that for two reasons one to compare what your line is and to see where, where the value's at but also you want to be able to see how much the house is holding and with this math we're going to talk about today, you can see the household, and then you can calculate exactly what the household is, take it out, and see what the VIG free line is. Now, I kind of kind of got this idea from a, uh, a sports book uh, manager, Jeffrey Benson. He manages the Circa, and it's not like this guy cares so much about the, com- the, the customers, and you know, let's not be all sanctimonious with it, but here's the thing. He understands right from wrong, talking about Jeffrey Benson here. He gets how it works, and he's not just trying to screw. What I find is when I, I mean, I've been banned so many times. My limits have been lowered so many times. We talked about that on the show before, but a lot of sports books don't want sharp action. They kick people like me out. They kick winning sports bettors out. They raise the household to try and make some more money. And it's the, it's the, it's the people in the world like, it's, it's the sportsbook managers in the world like Jeffrey Benson. I even go as far as to say like Chris Andrews, who works at the South Point in Vegas, these guys get it. They understand how it works. And it's kind of fun to see how they interact with people on social media. So I kind of got this idea from Jeffrey Benson talking about VIG free and what VIG free looks like. And the example they gave was if you have a line and the line is the underdog plus 1400 and the favorite minus 2400, what is the no VIG line? Okay, or what should the no vig odds be? And a lot of people, which is understandable because it seems like it makes sense. I did this early in my career, which is wrong. A lot of people just look for the number in between those two. So if you have a minus 2,400 and a plus 1,400, what's right in between those two? It's 1,900, right? So you would assume 1,900 would be the vig free line. Minus 1,900, plus 1,900. That's actually not the case. And what we want to do to start working this is understand that it all is about break-even percentage, okay? So let's calculate the break-even percentage if you do these things. So if the uh, if, if you're betting the favorite at minus 2,400, that means you're risking 2,400 to win $100, right? And you walk away with 2,500. So that math is pretty easy. 2,400 divided by 2,500. Your bet by your walk amount, and that equals 0.96, aka 96%, okay? So that break-even percentage, 96% for the one bet. We now have that. Let's file it away. The other side of the bet, plus 1,400. If you risk 100 to win 1,400, you would get back 1,500. So to calculate what that's worth, simple, 100 the bet stake, divided by the return amount, 1,500, and you get 0.0667, aka 6.67%. So those are the implied probabilities, aka the break-even percentage for those two bets, 6.67% and 96%. So to find the household, we've talked about this before, you just add those two numbers up. 96 plus 6.67 equals 102.67. Anything over 100 is the VIG. Anything over 100 is the built-in advantage the sportsbook has over you, or at least the perceived advantage. 
So you're always, in every bet you make, you're always going to get a, a total over 100%. So it's tough to find out what the no VIG line is when there's a VIG baked right in. So to remove the VIG, it's simple. The next step, we just have to divide each implied probability or break-even percentage by the overall percentage of the offered market. So we take 96, the original implied percentage, and divide it by 102.67, the total bet for that given market. So the real break-even percentage for the minus 2,400 is actually 93.5%. And we're going to do the same thing with the underdog. We take 6.67, that break-even, divided by the total, 102.67, and that equals 6.5%. So what did we just do? We went from over 100 to now we have two numbers, 93.5% and 6.5%. What happens when you add those two up? You get exactly 100 so we've gotten rid of the VIG. That's mathematically how you eliminate the VIG. It's very simple, very simple division. Okay, so once again, you divide your bet amount by your walk amount. If you're betting 2,400 to win 100, your bet amount's 2,400, your walk amount's 2,500. If you're betting 100 to win 1,400, your bet amount's 100, your walk amount's 1,500. So you divide 2,400 by 2,500, 96%. You divide 100 by 1,500, 6.67%. Remember, that's how we got those. Then you divide those by the total of what they add up to. So you add 96% plus 6.67%. That equals 102.67%. You then go back and divide the original, uh, the original numbers, the original implied percentages, by the total. So we do 96 divided by 102.67. That equals 93 and a half. Then we do 6.67 divided by 102.67, that equals 6.5. So we're, we're, we're left with just the no vague lines, the house tax is completely taken out, and we can see the vague free line. And at this point, it's simple. We just reconvert what those numbers equal in terms of break-even percentage. And you can go to aceodds.com to do this. You can go to the Action Network uh, odds converter to do this. There's different ways to find odds converters online, but it's simple. We just go to one of them and we type in 93 and a half, which equals about uh, minus 1,439. And then we type in six and a half, and that's going to equal about plus 1,439. So the true answer to this is the no vague line for odds of the favorite minus 2,400, the underdog plus 1,400. The no vague line is not plus 1,900 minus 1,900. The no vague line is actually plus 1,439.28 and minus 1,439.28. And at first, this doesn't make sense to a lot of people because they say, why would the break-even person, or why would the no vig line be so much closer to the underdog? Really, when you work this out like we just did, mathematically, it does make sense. It's just getting over it, over what a lot of us have been used to in our careers and just saying, oh, it's in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle, right? It's right in the middle. That's no vig line. And I will say, this does assume that there is pretty much an even VIG on each side, okay? But it, it, it's correct. And all the math we went over today is how you at home can figure out the no VIG line for any bet out there. 
So I know that seemed like a lot of math today. I know it was a little bit, little complex, but hey, it's a Wednesday, right? It's complex. It's a concept Wednesday, a little more advanced. So I would say that certainly fits into the category, but it's important to know the no vig line. Like the, the, you may say, why? Like why do this whole show today? It's because we have to, when you're comparing your edge or your line to what the market is, yeah, it's important what you're paying for, but it's also important to know what the no vig line is and what the house is charging. If you're going to beat the market, if you're really honestly, truly going to beat the sports betting market over the course of a season, a year, or even more, we have to know exactly how they operate. We have to know how they charge VIGs, how they price their games, the, the, the journey that they go on to get there, and then we can reverse engineer that ourselves. That's why this is important, to know what they do, why they do it, and to be able to identify what's going on in the market, every single market and every single game we bet. So... Hopefully you got something out of today's show. Hopefully it wasn't too dry, but uh, I think it's very important to know the no vig conversions. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.